0: Hello and welcome to episode two of Technical, our podcast about uh, finding cool little gadgets online, whether it be Kickstarter or Crowdfunder, and sort of shining a light on them. I'm uh, Alex Nickel and as always, joined by my wonderful wife, Lucy. Hello. Hello. Are you alright? Yeah,
1: I'm good, thanks. We
0: made it to episode two, which is uh, a, a feat of... Um, I don't know. I don't know how to finish that, but it's a feat. You know, it's its own thing. We didn't give up on episode one. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) I know. So, if you aren't familiar with the podcast, which you probably may well be, considering the sunny episode two, we shine a light on a Kickstarter project. This week it is a Kickstarter project, but it could be any sort of crowdsourced project. Um, And we talk about three things within it. We talk about the idea itself. We talk about how it's marketed on the site that it's... uh, it's on, and then thirdly, what sort of options you can buy in at, e.g., what sort of stretch goals are there? How can you uh, invest your money in the product essentially? So, today's product, Luce, the one I've got for you today is something which uh, I feel that we're going to struggle to pronounce for the whole podcast, but it's called the Reed Durain, e.g., Reed J Rain. Reed Drain? Reed Rain is with a J in it?
1: Reed Rain with an umbrella J in the middle. Reed. I don't know,
0: but yeah, I see. It's interesting. But then the
1: actual name says "reed drain."
0: Reed drain. Let's call it the reed drain today, okay? So it's called the reed drain. If you want to Google it, uh, it's on Kickstarter. It's called the reed. So R E A D J R A I N, the reed drain. So the idea for this one. Let's set the scene. The reed drain marks itself as the universal umbrella um, stand, or sta what well, i haven't stand. finished stand yeah the universal <laughs> umbrella stand i hadn't finished the video so it just came Awkward. out STA. i know um and essentially what it is is a harness that you wear on your person on your chest um that you can clip your umbrella into uh the purpose of this being that you can then have both your hands free to do what you want to do with it um interesting concept uh
1: yeah i'm quite excited by this because the number of times that you go to town and you take an umbrella with you but one of you's got to carry it and then like where does it you know do you put it in your right hand and then you want to get something out of your purse or you want to get something out of your pocket or something and whatever you need two hands to be able to do something or pay or whatever and that's you know it's very practical I like it
0: yeah I sort of picked it as well because um, it's been quite rainy recently in the UK. A lot of rain coming down. Had to use umbrellas a, a couple of times, and it, is, it can be a pain in the ass to hold it in one hand. Now the interesting thing is when um, I started watching the video, sort of you know, so I looked through various projects to try and find one that's right, right for this podcast. As I was looking through, I um, I kind of. Started the video, and you just see sort of a lady walking sort of through town with the umbrella in the re-drain. and I'm sort of like, Come on, like, can you just? I like the idea, but can we please just hold the umbrella? The real magic, I think, in this product is as the video keeps going, you see the different examples and use of the product. So, for example, there's a, a, a guy working on a construction site who's handling um, like control equipment in his hands that he doesn't, you know, he can keep dry. Photographers, especially working on like weddings, can focus on actually taking the photograph without getting wet. And then the other one I thought was really interesting was the guy um, who was in a wheelchair, who obviously had need to use both their hands to wheel themselves, but they can still use this to keep themselves dry.
1: So, yeah, uh, that's and- really true. And there's also like a woman carrying her shopping back to the car, like being able to carry her shopping in both hands and put it in the boot and things without having to like put the bag on the floor or that awkward moment where you try and like balance the umbrella inside like your shoulder and your chin and everything seems to go wrong and you get absolutely wet and soaked so it yeah I mean the video was good it had lots of examples um and that's what like we kind of wanted to see from the product that we talked about last week so it's much better.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, actually, as well. You know, a lot of these, you just need to see how they're going to work into your daily lives. And what I liked about the video for this one was that, yeah, it literally just showed you example after example after example. And if if, if you even started thinking, well, fuck, it's not for me, actually, you're going to eventually see uh, an example where, okay, it might not be for you every day, but there's going to be a point in your lives when having that is going to be useful. You know, if um, it's a cold, you know, if it's cold a win- uh, cold winter's day, rainy day in the UK, you're watching... Sports, or you're doing anything, you know, imagine how being, being able to have an umbrella up, but actually your hands are in your pockets dry rather than the one hand having to be cold holding your umbrella. There's loads of little examples um, like that. I mean, this one actually campaign comes from Italy. So yeah. um, I don't know, maybe a particularly wet part of Italy, northern Italy. <laughs> I don't know what, what well, the wet part Well, I think parts. she said
1: that she was a dog instructor or something. So I think that's kind of where the ideas stem from. And then, like, that leads me on to like, the, the person that's like inventing this product and like making it has kind of put a lot of thought into what material she's going to use and what to, the it's design a, a is a uh, guy sorry um my apologies <laughs> um but
0: men can do stuff as well lucy men can invent things
1: really <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah the the whole kind of feel of this product is that you know they've they've already done a couple of stereo, uh like, a few, like, types that they've already got and used, and they've already started with a few material tests and things like that, and they're actually really open about the way that they've started to design and manufacture this product, um, which I think is, obviously gives you a bit of faith in the product. It's not just going to be, like, a tiny clip of plastic that's never going to hold an umbrella, <laughs> which you know could end up happening
0: yeah i think that in fact that you know yeah you're right he was a dog instructor and wanted to be able to answer the phone and stuff while having a leash and stuff in his hands but he's done a really good job of of not just making it relatable to his profession but other professions as well and actually when you scroll down on the page there's like instructions to like how to he's done not only just the marketing video there's also like instructions of how to wear it diagrams showing you that you can do it in um various ang- you know you can position that umbrella in various angles almost like gyroscopic on your chest so you can position it in any angle you want and tighten it up i and have then it-
1: to say i was a little bit worried about that when i first saw the video i was like it looks good but what about if the rain changes direction or because sometimes you want like your umbrella slightly to the side to shield you from like the wind and the rain yep so the fact that like they cover that as well makes you kind of feel a bit more happy to invest in the product
0: yeah definitely I mean and there's illustrations here that just show all the different handle types that it works with, basically just to show that it is kind of universal which is important as well because obviously I mean I've never I mean what brand like the thing with umbrellas right is where do they come from (laughs) like where do people get umbrellas from in my life I've used a lot of umbrellas I've only actively gone out and bought one because I lost one of my parents ones I thought shh crap i I better go and buy a nice one to replace it that's the only one at the time i've actively otherwise they just appear everyone's got them with like different brand companies on like they just umbrellas just appear so to be able to design a product that sort of fits all of them um is really is really nice
1: yeah absolutely especially if it's going to be like an international product as well you want to be able to try and market for as many types of umbrella as possible um
0: yeah, so I mean, even in the sun, good. like a parasol.
1: Yeah, <laughs> although function. I, <laughs> I mean, they haven't included that on the video, they but haven't. that is a. Good I, don't, point. I don't
0: think that would be particularly useful, and I think the reason why is it, it is very practical. But I think to give you that uh, flexibility in terms of angles, that it, it looks like quite a bulky thing, the sort of thing which would kind of look okay in a winter's on a winter's coat. If you're wearing it on a strappy summer top, it might look a little bit unfashionable because um, it doesn't look like the most elegant thing. Um, you can almost can't really see it in the videos where the lady's sort of wearing a big coat and stuff because um, it's got a bit of a size to it. But it does look relatively um, good quality. And he does say in, in here as well, which which I like, um, is that he's um, designed it with high-quality materials and tests and atmosphere. So, you know, obviously we're taking him on. his word. anyone can say that. But the, the fact that he's included in it is actually really, really good. Um,
1: I think that's really important. Yeah. Because you wouldn't go to... You know, if you were going to a shop to buy something, you would be picking it up and feeling it and seeing how light it was. And you'd be comparing it to other brands um, and other products that were available. So the fact that you can't do that with these products, however, he's happy to kind of reveal some of his secrets almost into how he's gone and developed this product, I think is... He's been open with his customers there, and he's been open with the market, and you know that clarity is what you want from someone that you buy your products from.
0: Yeah, it's smart. It's smart. Um, definitely, definitely smart. Um, so, in terms of uh, how are the projects doing so far? So, I think it, it went up a few days ago. Now, um, I think when I sent it to you, when did I sent it to you, like two, th- no, I would have sent it to you Monday, of right? Today. Um, so it it's it's been up for a few days it's still got f- f- 55 days to go but it's only made 109 pounds so far i mean he, he's looking to get 77000 pounds which is a considerable oh. amount it's considerable amount of money um uh for 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 a, for a sort of a first time product and especially a product which seems relatively basic in terms of you know it's not a tech product it's not in innovation in terms of AI, and you know, sometimes you see some things that are quite tech-heavy, data-driven.
1: Yeah. This so is kind what,
0: of old-fashioned bricks, you know, plastic and and metal, and so yeah, it seems so like a what's lot.
1: The cost going towards there must be some expensive materials in that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the other thing as well. So from that, we can sort of see. So four people have backed it so far, and you but you can sort of see we get a glimpse of. What sort of materials? And how much? How good quality this is going to be from the price of this? So you know we'll, we'll sort of dive further into how much you can pay for this, um, and actually what I like to see on Kickstarter campaigns or any sort of crowdfunding campaigns is different tiers of payment where it actually gets kind of a little bit. Exciting beyond just buying it now. Last week, we went over the worst possible, which was here's a boy, a boy's size, here's a lady's size. Um, this don't time, don't know what you want, don't know what you want. It was, <laughs> it was ridiculously crap. This time, he has actually um, got various different tiers. Um, I think he's got what, one, two, three, four, five tiers that basically go from um normal price uh well the highest you can pay is normal price then go sort of down in price up towards early bird special kind of kind of vibes so you know once they're gone they're gone effectively he's got a good amount in each tier he's got 200 in the cheapest price 400 500 a thousand and then anyone can just back the full price one but right now you could get this for 40 dollars so you know and then i think the full price one is 60 dollars uh, 60 euros sorry nice. um so, you know, sixty euros—it's got a cost. No, I don't, I don't produce products, but let's say you must. It's got a cost, maybe what forty to make. So you make twenty on each one. That that seems like a pretty good margin for something like this. Even ten on each one. It costs fifty yeah. to make. Um, if that is the case, then he's producing a lot of these at a loss. If he if he's selling all the other tiers. The reason why it says... The reason why I think it probably costs 40 to produce is the lowest tier is €39. Euros. I'm thinking that's got to be for cost, right? Like, I think it would be silly to do a tier that you lose money on, personally. Yeah. So I would I would sort of...
1: So it's got to be 40 or more, basically, for that lowest tier.
0: I think, I think the cost for this to build has to be around €40, Euros because yeah, that lowest, what you can get it for, Euros. is €39. Euros, so I wouldn't think it makes good sense to... Early bird prices, absolutely, but surely you've got to just get rid of them at cost and then you make money on the other tiers.
1: Yeah, I mean, what kind of confuses me about this is that there are, to me, it seems like there are a lot in each tier. Yeah. So he's expecting to sell a real load of these.
0: Well, I mean, he has got,
1: which is mental. He's trying
0: to make 77,000 pounds. It's 90,000 euros he's looking for, I believe. Which is a lot.
1: My first question is, you know, what is that cost for? That is a huge cost. Um, Surely it isn't just going into manufacturing. Maybe he needs some money to patent his, um, you know, his umbrella stand so that no one else can do it. Um, His design. I just... I just feel that 200 for like a, 200 of these stands that are going at such a low price seems like a lot. When if there was only 20 or 50 or 100, you might start getting a few more people pledging because it seems like a it's going to be a quick sale, you know, a yep. really good deal, a lightning deal that you've got to get. Yep. And the difference between the lowest tier and the highest tier... I Don't think it's actually that much, is it? It's only like 20 euros, 20 euros, or yeah. Something so, actually, for there to be so in that 20 euro difference, he's trying to sell what 400, like nearly to a thousand to
0: wait in between it all, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just thinking. So, that's I mean, a lot before, of before you get to full price, it's uh that's 600, that's 900, 1,900 uh, of these before you get to full price. Now, and, and by the way, if all of that went, he would still be probably not um that close to his yeah. his goal of of not 90,000 euros. So and and the thing that puts me off, I mean, it's so important to get that price right because the other thing is that um you know, our I'm assuming other people are like me, people won't invest unless I they think they're going to get it. Yes, you get your money back. So there's not like a risk, you know. Yeah. If, if, it, if it gets funded and uh, and you don't get your product, that is the risk you take. But if it doesn't get funded, you get your money back, right? But if I'm sitting here going, I actually quite like the idea of this, you know, 40 euros, that's not too bad, plus postage, he does say. So shipping to the, so plus 16 uh, euros in postage. But, Why would I do that? Because there's no way this guy is reaching €90,000. Even though I think it's a really solid idea. And I actually think a lot of people are probably like us going, actually, that's nifty. Like, maybe I I wouldn't buy... If I had one in the cupboard... If I had one in the cupboard... I would
1: use it. Yeah. From time to time. It's like one of those things that you see at a car boot sale or you see on, like, um, the end of an aisle in a shop. Like, JML... little screen thing it's
0: definitely a jml and you're kind of
1: like actually that's really useful i could do with one of those for the odd occasion that i'm gonna need it and i probably wouldn't mind spending 30 quid on something like that because you know you don't see it anywhere else it's gonna come in handy um why wouldn't you kind of thing you know if you've got the money to to spare for it but I just think that if he'd have said that he was only gonna manufacture two hundred of these in the first round and then go for more funding later on, maybe there would be more backers mm. because it would be look it would be looked upon as a product that you would have to get before it's gone. Yep. Because you don't know whether it would ever come back and it would ever get backed again. Um but also it'd be more of a like niche product where you, can, you you get one and you're kind of like one of the only 50 people that get it at that super early bird price. Yeah. And you actually get a bit of benefit out of that. Whereas actually thinking, well, there's 200 at this price. I might as well wait until there's 190 sold and then I'll be one of the last 10 to get one. Yeah. It, it's just that mentality. People don't buy things until it's kind of upon them nowadays. Yeah. And I think that's kind of seen in this product.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll see. There's 55 days left. Um so it could it could do well. I'd be surprised if it made the money, but I think it's a I think it's a nice product i mean the reason i chose it is because i I thought actually it could add some value and it it would help people i mean the the reason the way a gadget becomes good the way anything becomes developed is it because it just makes your life a little bit better you know this is one of them products that is not going to change the world but it will make people's lives a little bit better and actually for some people like a photographer it would actually massively help them i think in certain situations you know i think that'd be brilliant um What I'd like to see in this, and I think actually, if you listen to this more, you understand how we would like to, um, how we would potentially help to market them, is with the options you have to buy. I think pricing in this structure is fine, but as Lucy said, less of them for the for the earlier tiers. Straight away, start making your retail price, um, or at least a a Kickstarter special, which is it's going to be ten euros cheaper than retail price. Lower your goal so it's it's attainable. and the other thing as well is that I just really love Kickstarter projects that have um, tiers that are special to Kickstarter. There's no difference except for price there. Like, why not make a little one that has a badge and it says, like, crowdfunded or Kickstarter or a green one to show that you funded the project? Um, something that makes people feel special about investing into it. Like, again, like you said, I mean, people. if this product takes off, it's awesome. I mean, it's going to be great. I'm sure they'll get more products. But... You know, I want to know, I want to have a little badge that says I chose this product, I I championed this product. Um, And that's for me what I'd like to see. But overall, I like it.
1: I think it's an awesome product. And it's, you know, if there was someone set up on a market stall selling these things, I would definitely be stopping and taking a look and being like, oh. Should I be getting it now? Should I wait till I see it again? <laughs> and it would be one of those things you get home and you think, oh, I really wish I'd bought that because it's going to come in handy. So many, you know, it will suddenly start raining and people will be flocking to that guy selling them out the back of his car or something. Yeah, you know? and it, he
0: puts the price up like that person in Portugal. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's just, it is something that is so practical and I'm sure everyone can envisage a time when they would use a product like that. You know, going for a dog walk or you know, going shopping and needing both hands to carry a bag or just wanting to be on your phone when you're walking to town and it's raining. Like, it would just be nice not to have to hold the umbrella. Yeah. Um, But I don't think it's going to start. No. That's my ultimate feeling. I love the the product. Don't think it's going to get there.
0: That's the verdict. Well, Well, we'll... well that's the that's the end of this week's episode. Um, I think that we've given a pretty thorough explanation and our verdict of uh, what the redrain is and I hope we're pronouncing that right I apologize if if you're the person who's uh, crowdfunded <laughs> it and we were completely butchering your product. But if you want to check it out yeah, please do it's on Kickstarter as read drain uh, read j rain. Um, if you don't know how the hell to spell redrain, I wouldn't do. Um I think what we what we'll look to do for these ones is um we'll also update people as it goes about how the projects are doing. So this is fifty five days, so this won't be for till episode sort of six that we'll find out how the other one's doing. Um update on last week's uh product project. Um it uh Oh, okay <laughs> It's got seventeen days to go and it's only on a pound. It was on twelve pounds last week, so it's actually lost Lost money um but it's still got two backers which i only had last week so that product is just weird like that was the that's the first episode tainted weird product that we're never going to talk about again um but we will we'll we'll update you on how the heat redrain is doing as well um as these podcasts we wish you luck
1: redrain, if you're listening yeah it's an awesome product just maybe don't make so many of them in your first batch yeah
0: yeah lower lower you know Lower your expectations. That's a horrible way to win. But, you know, but yeah, absolutely. That's really hard. Yeah, I would. But, you know, it's a pro- But I think we'd give it a stamp for approval.
1: I think it's. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely buy one if it was on my doorstep and not £40. Pounds.
0: Good. <laughs> <laughs> If she got it for free, she'd get it. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, everyone, thank you very much for listening to episode two of Technical. Uh, you can uh, listen to us every week. We're trying to put these out um, every Monday. Um, you can listen to them on uh, all good podcast services, hopefully. I'm slowly getting emails telling us we're going live on various platforms. I think currently we're live on the, one, the ones of note is Spotify and Google Podcasts. But, and, uh, of course, um, the website, uh, the thesplitscreen.co.uk. Um, very fancy.
1: shameless plug for your own website there
0: well yeah it's the podcast as well shameless plug for the podcast and website you should be listening to this on the website um anyway guys thank you very much for listening and we will chat to you next time with our brand new product so it's goodbye from me and goodbye from lucy Bye. bye